season two, episode one. It's the Living Sober Podcast with your host, Phil P. Happy New Year, everybody. Selfish, self-centeredness. I think that's the root. I need to look in the mirror, take the deep, hard look. I'm going to talk about selfishness in episode one of the new season. Thank you guys all for tuning in to the Living Sober Podcast. We're gaining traction. I told you guys we're going to be doing some really, really cool stuff here in the new year. But I want to kind of start off with a little story about the holidays and getting a little bit more about me. You already know that it's impossible for me to think about anything other than myself for longer than five minutes. So I'm going to dedicate the next 15 minutes to that. And uh, it's not unique. As I always say, uh, this is just a a trait of the addict and the alcoholic. I speaking from my own experience that this is treatable. All I have to do is reach out and uh, ask somebody for help or vice versa. Ask somebody, can I lend a hand? It's the Living Sober Podcast. Phil P. Some mornings I I wake up and and I look in the mirror and I say to myself, I say to God, I ask God, should I say, God, please don't let me be a bitch ass today. God, please don't let me be my usual self. God, please don't let me act like a fool today. Because no doubt at some point throughout the day, I'm going to be ready to jump out the window or go upside somebody's head. And I'm a pacifist, but sometimes uh, people can get under my skin. And you guys taught me, no, Phil, they're not getting under your skin. You're letting them get under your skin. That's some real recovery stuff. How was your Christmas? How was your New Year? Let me tell you a little bit about what happened over my Christmas break. Uh, my boys came over. My boys Uh, Many of you know, or some of you don't, that I am blessed to have three beautiful grandsons. Shout out to KK, JoJo, and Chub Rock. We all all ganged up at the house. Two of my grandsons ganged up at the house over Christmas break, and I was able to spend Christmas, thanks to to, to being in recovery, a a nice 10 days off from work. My wife, she had a wonderful two weeks off work so we really had some time to spend with family your boy phil thought he was going to at least be able to get you know a couple a couple days of peace and quiet to work on a podcast to do some video uh video stuff with the pod maybe binge some yellowstone and uh my, my boys they, they came over and they they want to just tear up the house you know tear up the floors be loud you know doing what kids do and i'm saying to myself i just want to watch I just want to watch Yellowstone. I just want to play video games. I just want to play with my toys. And y'all got to go. And then I look over at my beautiful wife, Jeanette, and she's over there just smiling, grinning from ear to ear. She's soaking it up. I know for a fact, you guys, she would be depressed as hell if she had to be home with me alone for a week or two weeks. So having my boys there was a blessing. I need to kind of look at the big picture sometimes. I'm the type of selfish that I'm every type of selfish, you guys. I'm, I'm the type of selfish that <laughs> I like the big piece of pizza. I worry a lot. Everywhere I go, I 
wonder if people are talking about me or thinking about me. The world, the world revolves around Phil and, uh, and I can't get wrapped up into self. And as I mentioned in my in my intro that it is treatables. I got to do like random acts of kindness. I got to get into service. I got to take my boys to the movies or take them to the park or play some video games with them. You all taught me that maybe compassion and spending time with people is like the greatest form of, you know, I can show my my, my loving and caring just that way by spending time and seeing big picture also involves like, look, it ain't them. It's me. And asking God, you know, to, to remove this. It's not just my big piece of pizza and wanting my time alone selfish. It's also that overthinking. I care too much what people think. I was hoping and praying that I could be one of these people that was born with that I don't give a dang on gene. You know, those people, you know who you are that just are fearless and just are themselves and unapologetically so. I'm not one of those people. I spend too much time worrying about if my hat matches my shoes. <laughs> and uh, I got to if I'm going on a Zoom meeting, I got to put on at least two gold chains. And again, it's all about me. Self, self, self. Nobody gives a damn living sober. Give me that big piece of pizza. Give me that breast meat. Maybe that person is suffering. Phil P. Living Sober. Season 2. Episode 1. Thanks for tuning into the pod. Yeah. You know, my side, my side of the street, you know, sometimes uh, is, you know, is what's most important. So I'm looking at uh, driving, driving down a highway and, and somebody's going, uh, you know, zooming past me on the right side or somebody's going too slow and I'm like ready to give them the, the, the middle finger salute. And I'm saying, you know, this I'm, and I'm really big into name calling. You know, that's my thing. I go right to the name calling and I, I need to put myself in that person's shoes you know, maybe they've got the pregnant wife that they're trying to get to the hospital or maybe there's some other thing going on with them at the hospital. Maybe that person is having a, a medical emergency or maybe that person's late for work or maybe that person only has one contact. I've been there and, and they are afraid of driving on the highway or in the dark or just being able to see another side, another side of the, of the whole deal. What did you guys say? I can't see the big picture if I'm in the frame, I know I'm jacking up that old uh, recovery parable, but it's it is that, you know, it's that it's that perspective shift. And getting out of self, what does that look like? I mentioned that my my boys and, and my wife and I also have my sister in law staying with us and my nephew. And I just think innately that all kids are bad. And that they subconsciously do stuff like crayons on the wall and spill hot chocolate on your couch. I, I really think that subconsciously that kids are just jerks like that. So I'm like monitoring and, and trying to like control instead of like getting down to their level or or taking them, you know, to do some activities that they want to do. Self-care was important for me this week. 
So yes, I did take those boys to, to the movies and to the park, and I sure I played some video games and I cooked breakfast, but please believe you guys that I, I took some time for me. We're talking about selfishness. You guys told me that selfish, uh, it's a selfish deal to get into Stay Sober, putting my recovery first. And I remember in earlier podcasts and in earlier years in my program that this 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 recovery deal, me being sober was the most important thing on the planet in the world was my was my recovery. And I'm going to put it first. And gosh, darn it. You're not going to get in the way of that. Well, that is true to some extent, but I'm not going to like hang my hat on that and use that as an excuse to not spend time with my family over the holidays, no matter how much I allow them to get on my nerves. What about the boundaries, you know, and what about my recovery? So I'm going to tell you about some cool stuff that I did over the holidays. Living sober. Selfishness, self-centeredness, self-care, y'all. Reframe that. You know, I talk, I use a lot of levity, you know, when, when I talk, when, when I share and, and on the podcast to keep it light and to keep it simple and to have fun. Yes, I'm a selfish guy, but I'm not a complete bastard. Uh, self-care is important for the deal. Recovery first. But I don't guilt myself for taking day naps. I don't guilt, guilt myself for doing some retail therapy to an extent or taking some time for me to go to the movies alone sicko selfish no this is the things i need anybody that has uh kids or grandkids or even people that that are married know that at times you know these things are difficult and i might beat myself up if i want to disappear or or veg out for a little while know that these are self-care things that are important to my recovery variety variety to my sobriety it's not just retail. It's not just eating that cake. It's doing some exercise. It's getting that vitamin D. I'm like totally into vitamin D these days. I do a, a great walk right outside of my door. I've got an awesome uh, sunrise. I'll, I'll show you one of these days on, on, the, on the video pod. As Phil sees it and the Living Sober podcast both have uh, YouTube channels in development. I'm uh, at As Phil sees it on Instagram. Uh, and YouTube and the same uh, YouTube page on uh, on this Living Sober podcast. All of that to say, I get out in the morning and I watch that beautiful sunrise and I can feel, I can feel the, vit- the vitamin D being absorbed. I feel my, my well-being just being lifted and my spirits being lifted by sneaking out in the morning and going for a, work, a walk. Uh, I've got finite time on this earth, so I can't spend too much time. And I just figured this out like over the Christmas break. So I'm not like a spiritual giant here, guys. But I I spent and have spent and refuse now to spend too much time uh, wrapped up in, in self. And what does that look like? Overthinking, being fearful, caring too much what people think. And, and that's just like uh, I had to put a, a finite time on that. Like, Phil, you're going to stop this now. And that wasn't self-care because I know that that would not be realistic. Always say this, I'm a human first. Uh, and this is just uh, part of being human. We have these, the, these, uh, these traits that kind of are innate 
in us, you know, for status, for sex, for for food, for shelter. And it's just that, you know, I want mine kind of to be the nicest, the most uh, pristine and, and to be all that in a bag of chips. So that involves control and trying to control other people's thoughts or actions. That's just unhealthy. That's like a crash course, <laughs> a crash course uh, to disaster. A collision course, should I say. So just let it go, you know, kind of live and let live, let be, be kind to myself. And I'm always going to fall short. That's what recovery teaches me that I'm human first. Again, I can't say that enough. But also when I do falter, remember that. But also remember that I can restart my day at any time. I can restart my program at any time. Uh, It is what you make it. And it's one day at a time. I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, to episode one of season two of the uh, Living Sober podcast. And I cannot do it without you guys. So don't forget to like and subscribe and catch up on season one. And we're, we're still in beta mode, you guys. We're just trying to put something into the stream of the universe and give back a little bit. I don't want to talk too much about what's coming up and what's going on with me in the future. More episodes to come, more will be revealed, but we will, as I said, have some guests, guest hosts. We'll be doing some interviews. We're launching the YouTube channel this month with some content and just gaining traction. I don't know what the heck I'm doing over here, but this feels good. It feels right. And uh, it is just a tiny, 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 uh, just the tip of the iceberg of some of the cool stuff that we hope to do together with you this year. So, again, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Living Sober Podcast. Peace.